What can strong collaborations provide? We'll look at that in our coaching tip for the week. And in our interview segment, we have Emily Golden, an executive coach with extensive experience in the HR field and the author of The New Golden Rule. We hope you enjoy the episode today. And remember, something powerful resides within you. I'm here to support you in seeing it and creating it. Collaborations have the power to transform your career if you're open to them. I think about how many collaborations I've had so far in the last seven years, and my mind is blown by how many people I've actually connected with and grown with in a way that I never thought I could. So consider that if you're willing to partner with people and collaborate on a higher level than you've been, this is transformative. The first thing that collaborations can potentially provide you are connection. With Emily Golden, for instance, we were training together as coaches and the moment we met, we had a strong connection and we continued to develop that connection over our training year. And to this day, seven years later, we are connected. The second thing is community. As a business owner and a coach, sometimes I spend all day long in a room by myself talking to people on the computer clients from all over the world, but I'm alone physically in my space. So I think it's really important as you grow to have a community that you can rely on, especially as a coach. I know over 50 people that I can call at the drop of a hat if I get stuck or scared or just need some advice. So again, collaborations can provide you community. The third thing is thinking outside of your current filter or view. There have been many times when I think that my way is the right way (laughs) or building my business should go a certain way. And the moment that I get someone on the phone and talk through ideas with them, not only is my mind opened up to possibilities, but I'm also working with people together to create something larger than I potentially could have ever thought of on my own. So together is stronger than being separate and alone. Today, I have a very special guest, Emily Golden, a dear, dear friend of mine who I love and adore. She's one of the fiercest, most courageous women I know. And I'm so excited to welcome you today. Thanks for being here, Em. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. So tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Sure. So I am Emily Golden. I spent 17 years in corporate America climbing the ladder in human resources. And I was doing great climbing that ladder. But inside, like on, on the outside, I always say on paper, it, it looked like a dream trajectory. Um, but inside, I felt like something was missing. I wasn't fully satisfied. That led me to figure out what was going to light me up and what my true desires were. Fast forward, I found coaching. And that was five years ago. And here I am. So what I'm up to in the world, I work with high-performing humans, high-performing professionals um, to support them to create breakthroughs in their life um, and in their profession. So my ideal client tends to struggle with or is challenged with 
perfectionism and people pleasing um, tends to be like me. On paper, has it all. Inside, feels like something's missing. What are you noticing that you're grappling with most with your clients right now? Great question. First off, I, I just wrote a book and the timing of the book, The New Golden Rule, um, couldn't be better. The book is all about how to be fully expressed emotionally in the workplace um, and how to really develop emotional intelligence in the workplace. What I am noticing right now is that there has never been a better time or a more important time for us as for, for professionals to be real about who they are, what they're feeling, how those emotions are impacting how they're performing and what they need in the workplace. So half of my clients are corporations. Um, and I work with individuals that are inside of these corporations. I also work with these corporations on different programming, workshops, trainings, but I do coaching with executives inside the organizations. And then half of my practice is individuals, um, all of whom, most of whom are employed inside organizations, but they're looking to make a career pivot of some sort. So what, what am I noticing now? The need, the demand is higher than ever. People want to feel gotten and understood. And when you talk about my unique approach, it's really about generating a deep, deep level of self-awareness. We can't possibly create shifts and grow if we don't understand who we are. And I would credit my own experience in life and my own development um, as kind of the backbone to being able to support my clients to generate their awarenesses. And from there, we work on creating breakthroughs. Yeah, I love that. What what limiting belief did you have to let go of to actually get to that place to, you know, have a clearing for your clients or to be the space that, that people step into? <laughs> I love this question. I always held myself as someone who had a high level of self-awareness. And while that was true, right? Um, I'm, I'm not scared to admit I have learning disabilities as a kid. My mom got me on the couch in therapy at the age of nine. So I understood a lot about myself. What I didn't know was that I had it, that I had to be in a place of struggle in order to be successful. Like one must struggle and it must be painful in order to be successful. So that was the limiting belief that I really needed to overcome and break through in order to be able to stand and support my clients. I will tell you that I now relate to what I do, my business and my life with ease and joy, not all the time, but most of the time. And when I notice I'm struggling, it's like an old pattern and I know what to do and when I can clear the fields, it's like there's like there's endless possibility. Tell me more about the new golden rule. So how does this apply right now? What can people take away from this and actually uh, practice in the moment based on your new creative idea? Yeah. So the new golden rule, the subtitle is The Professional Perfectionist Guide to Greater Emotional Intelligence, a More Fulfilling Career, and a better life. The new golden rule is very simple. Treat yourself 
the way you want other people to treat you. <laughs> a flip on it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So we've all heard of the, the golden rule, right? Is to treat other people the way that you want to be treated. And I say, we've got it wrong, right? Like we've re- we're relying so much on how other people treat us um, as a way to validate um, how we are supposed to be feeling or as information on how we're supposed to be feeling. And I say that all comes from the relationship we have with ourselves. When we are able to take care of ourselves, when we are able to treat ourselves with kindness and compassion and care and recognize, we are not perfect. We never will be perfect. We are merely human. Mm. Anything is possible. And this applies across the board, no matter what you do, who you are. And so I wrote this book, yes, for professionals, and it applies to anyone and everyone. So it's an opportunity for me to bring forth what I talk about as the golden self, which is the highest self, the natural form, authentic you, and then the survival self, this part of you that's like the automatic ways of operating, these automatic patterns that you get into. They serve a purpose. And we often get confused about who we really are. I also talk about in the book experiences that I've had with clients and how we've, you know, little vignettes about experiences that um, I've had in coaching clients, breakthroughs I've seen. Um, The book also shares really vulnerably my experience in life. And um, I, I, that's been a really important part of my journey. I love that. Um, what are you hoping to see shift in the world based on this book and your work? Like what's, if, if you had to imagine what's coming next, what would you like to see happen? So simply a more fully expressed and emotionally intelligent workforce. What that means is people don't feel like they have to hide who they really are at work. They can be themselves. They can speak honestly and openly. They don't have to play a game. And what I see on the other side of that arena is innovation, creativity, and above all connection. Mm. We are connection craving machines, right? We all want connection. I see it happening and I look forward to more of this, a shift and a change in the way organizations are structured where the um, more early in career individuals are educating and training the later in career individuals. Um, that whole concept of reverse mentoring. Um, I think there's so much that gets lost. We learn, I learn from my kids every day. Yeah. I want a workforce where we're all learning from each other. It's leading, not managing, right? It's a growth mindset, not a do it this way because this is how it's been done forever. Well, and I I hear a real opportunity in that for collaboration. Mm -hmm. So partnership, team building, all the things that we've talked about in the past, but actually doing the action and being who we say we're going to be about it in the world to uh, change something different and to get out of like this binary thinking, right? One way or the right way or in your words, perfection. Like if we release that, I hear what's possible and your disruption in the world is actual collaboration and bringing people together again. Yeah. Super cool. 
Um, if you had to give yourself advice, the 20 year old you, what would you say now to her? Gosh, at 20, I was gripped by the anxiety of the future. Would I, would I, I wanted to get married. Was I going to meet someone great? Was I going to have children? Was I going to have a career? Um, I had all the reasons to believe that I would have to suffer and it would be hard. The advice I would give is just believe, just trust. I've had such powerful breakthroughs in spirit, in belief and trust in the universe, in the divine. Um, And so it would just be to relax and trust and to enjoy the ride. You know, as I am in my forties now, I'm like, wow, I, I could have spent, I could have enjoyed those years much more. I'm enjoying my (laughs) forties. I love that. Well, and you just mentioned spirit. I have a question about spirit for you. If spirit was guiding you as a disruptor of the world, what do you think is on the other side of that disruption for humanity? I know you had kind of planted the seed of this question. And I think that what's on the other side is that it is the humanity is that none of us actually know we all are just walking this on this earth the same way and that we're all like it's it's that connection and it's how to connect with one another so that we can be the best it's not I have to do it this way because again because that's get because that's the right way for me spirit has been has been a huge guide. I, I have a medical condition, um, which is pretty significant. And as I've gotten older, I've learned more about the significance of it. And in fact, I've had doctors say, I, I don't even understand how you're upright. And you're not just upright, like you're so high functioning. And I, I thank spirit because I believe that I actually was put in this body to serve a purpose and that um, my imperfections internally are intended to give way to like a, a normalizing of the imperfections on the outside. And while I might not look like I have these imperfections internally, I think that's like the great irony of all of it, right? So Mm -hmm. it's that we're all humans and acceptance and whether regardless of the color of our skin, our disability, our religion, where we grew up, whatever, we're humans, right? And we all can come together and make a difference for one another. Oh, that's so great. As a businesswoman in the world, uh, you own your own business and you run your life, basically. So I'm curious about, number one, who's your team behind mm-hmm. you? And if the universe was conspiring to support you, what is, what is it offering you and doing for you? Yeah. Amazing question. And I absolutely have a team. So my team is a few amazing friends. And I say a few because I am very intentional about who I call my close friends. Um, You being one of them and I adore you. My mom and my sister are my, like before anyone else outside of my marriage. My husband is on my team. So it's my husband, my mom, my sister, my very few close friends, my coach who is a steady, who is a rock. I meet with her every week. 
And anyone that knows me will know at most times, I usually have more than one coach. I believe in radical support. You cannot build a thriving multi-six-figure business the way that I have without ample support. And so those are the people on my team. Um, of course, there are uh, other additional professionals that I turn to for support at different times of the year, but I would say that those are the, the, the steadies. Yeah, I really love that. Thank you so much for reminding me of the advice you gave me because I think it was you that called me up and said, hey, your time is valuable and you have to be super protective of who you have in your space and not from control and manage or the perfect people, but from intentionally choosing who inspires you and who will lift you up to grow. And that's what I hear that you've created on your team. Yeah. And I'm really proud when I look at my life, I'm proud to say that the people in my inner circle truly fill me up. And I hope that they can say the same. Mm, Yeah. If the universe was conspiring to support me, the universe is conspiring to support me. It's not like if it's a definite, um, (laughs) There's so much evidence of that. It goes back to that I have been delivered. So I have this medical condition. My spine is literally deformed. It's missing six discs. Um, It looks radiologically like a nightmare. And look at me on the outside. You would never know. You would never know. Never know. The universe is reminding me every day. I have two children with Tourette's syndrome and they're special needs, um, my daughter, particularly when she has a tick flare up, it's on the outside. You can see it. The universe message is about imperfection. I love my family tremendously and they are my grounding source. And I also learned, and this is from fear that if everything looks good on the outside, we'll all be okay. The universe keeps reminding me that it's actually not, it doesn't have to be that way and it shouldn't be that way. So embrace the imperfections. Every time I lean into the imperfections and I accept it, there's more growth, there's more possibility. And I talk about all of that in this book and I've raised my children this way. I've raised my, my children know everyone has something no matter, no matter what. And that's just part of the human experience. There's so much strength and everything you just spoke to, um, how you've lived your life, but also who you are. And I'm wondering, what do you think makes you strong? Part of it is I was raised by a woman who, my mom, who my book is dedicated for, um, or dedicated to, who was an amazing role model. Um, This woman, so we have the same medical condition, although hers manifests in a different way, her spirit, never going to give up, never going to give up. So part of it is she modeled for me what it looks like to keep getting back up. Part of it is that I, and I, this is not easy, but it is an absolute non-negotiable. I do my work. I do my work. Mm. When I am stuck, when I am uncomfortable, when I am gripped by anxiety or something is in my way, I don't turn the other direction and run from it. I run into it. And that's courage. 
that is courage. So it's role models and it's courage, it's a resilience and it's an unwillingness to accept anything other than going for what I want. Mm. Yeah, that I love the word unwillingness because that's actually who, who I see you as, right? You're just unwilling to have it go any other way. And this is part of what makes you a powerful woman in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's Ew. one thing you do for fun that you haven't told the world? Well, I don't, I don't know if I've told the world or not, but um, I practice hot yoga. I love to sweat. Like, um, weird fact about me, I love to be hot and I love to sweat. Um, and I just got myself a, an inflatable yoga dome, which is now sitting no joke in my living room. It is enormous. Um, I'm still trying to get the heating down. Um, An but inflatable yoga doll? Dome. 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 Oh, it was like a doll. <laughs> it's inflatable that would be interesting. Doll. That would be interesting. Hey, maybe it's next. <laughs> maybe there's a yoga doll. So it's an actual dome that inflates. It is a dome. Wow. It's more like a house inside my house. That's so. Amazing. That's one thing I do for fun. Like I sweat for fun. Is that weird? It's totally no, weird. no, no, no. It's like a release. I mean, I get yeah. it. Endorphins. Um, and then, um, I play with my dogs. I just, mm. they are, you know, I think that dogs, animals, I love animals, but I think that dogs particularly are just the best reminder of, um, nature. And uh, when yeah. I am connected to nature, I am connected to God. Yeah, I love my dogs. Oh my gosh. They remind me also of just simplicity. Yeah. Right? Enjoying the moment, being with what is, everything that you've spoken about today. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. If you had a megaphone and had to make a statement leading all of the world into the next year, what would you say? The new golden rule treat yourself the way you want others to treat you. Beautiful. Emily, thank you so much for being with us today. Um, Thank you for your heart and your courage and your passion. I am so honored that you are one of our guests. Thank Thank you. you so much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for what you're doing in the world. Bye.